You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 138 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. Uh, with me again, the Akman. Back at it. How you doing, sir? Doing all right. How are you? I've had better days. I've had better days. <laughs> No, I'm doing okay. Uh, sorry, I had a sip of water there. For anyone who's not, not been following on Twitter, there's a very good chance I've come down with the Rona. Uh, we're on day eight now. Uh, it has, it's been mild. I've been lucky. Uh, no ICU, no hospital. You know, knock on wood. Uh, but it's really been quite light, except for just this, this like day eight, still back pain and headache, and uh, you probably hear a little bit of that nose stuff. Hopefully I'll edit out all the coughs so you won't hear much of that on air. But uh, yeah, it's it's wear your masks, folks. That's all I can say. We used to do the little hand washing segment uh, for good reason. It turns out, God damn it. Um, but so yeah, but it's all good, folks. I'm feeling all right. Fear not. Good enough to record even, right? So we're 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 here. Um, and and of course, the antidote perhaps to to my ailments came in the form of uh, what we have to talk about today. Uh, Besiktas had a fantastic weekend, huh, everyone? Yeah. I mean, nothing quite like a derby when you're sick. I remember the last derby, or two derbies, or maybe three. The one when we had like four red cards in the Kalikoy. I had a, had, I was very sick that day and then uh, didn't eat all day, but then the derby started, I got so worked up. I felt okay for about two hours, so I'm imagining you probably had similar reactions to the derby kind of yeah i mean the only day of this virus so far that was really kind of like off-putting was saturday and it wasn't even like i haven't had a terrible cough i haven't had any of the the symptoms that you people have been really hearing about um not even really a fever much much to speak of you know i've, I've been handling it all right but uh, that Saturday, I just kept falling asleep. It was weird. I'd go to like pet my cat, and then like three hours later, wake up, and I wasn't tired. It was like, it was like a weird dream or something. But um, so that was the one day, and so it was perfect that Sunday. I woke up feeling like, okay, I think you know, it's you never really know. You, you, I feel like I'm doing better, but like the the symptoms kind of come and go. So you know, I was sort of sitting around waiting to see what was gonna happen, and luckily. Uh, Besiktas came on and uh, I just felt great that whole day <laughs> and obviously most of it may have been psychological but uh, yeah I don't know that was a that was a great boost I have to thank Besiktas I have to thank the guys um, we've done we've, we've broken our, our rules here we, we're, we're, we're spoiling um, and all of that even though yeah, we, so I we think try I have to live under to. a rock not to 
Yeah, this was a big one, right? Like, come on. <laughs> this is like a celebratory episode. Coming out from the Rona to talk about this one. This is, this is a real deal. Um, but so let's, let's, let's do it. Let's talk some football. Um, first of all, we should talk about the lineup. Uh, Evron, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, man. It was, uh, you know, 10 of the 11 players stayed the same. The only change was the suspended Dorukan uh, was out and coming back from the Rona himself. That's Mr. right. Mr. Rosier uh, yeah. slotted back in, right back. Um, Wellington was, was back in the squad, uh, but he did not start. So, yeah, we also, the one thing that we didn't talk about was having in between was Hostage was back and then tested positive again. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> so yeah. he's out again. So, yeah, we had Vida, who's now back in training, out, Tere, Lens, or Lens is always out. But um, Dorokan and Arison were suspended. So we had quite a few absences, um, both our center backs and stuff. But, you know, basically the same team that got that big W over Bushock's year was ready to get a another big W. Yeah, man. I, think, uh, I, think, uh, I guess we can talk about the team was, like, hyped up all the days leading up to the, the game. You know, we haven't won in about 15 years. So what stadium. do you make – what do you I, – I think the only real talking point here, um, besides perhaps – Lijic not playing, right? Because that was like yeah, he off picked and up on. an injury last second. Also, he did, right? Yeah. It's like they said they they posted like a, an official statement saying he was hurt. I think it's like low back pain. Maybe he's got the Rona. <laughs> uh oh. Oh man, that's certainly I I, I would sympathize. <coughs> um, but so what definitely like for me stands out here is that is that back line, and uh, I think you, you obviously in the case of Insakala. You understand why he'd he'd play Ridvan there, given what he was coming back yeah, from. Ridvan had a good game against Bashakshir. So yeah, exactly. Uh, but mess up his mojo. But so, what about that decision on Wellington? Do you think he was just looking out for the injury there? Or is, I know we Wellington was like. I mean, he looked fit when he came on, um, but you know he hadn't played for about three weeks. Last time he played was when he got subbed out in that game when Montero came on and pooped it you know that was the last time he played which seems like an eternity ago so i'm guessing yeah. he wasn't fully ready and you know they just won the big game last week so why uh why you know i, I think maybe you could have dropped but he probably didn't want to drop nejip and if you drop montero it's kind of like you know don't want to kill the kill the guy's confidence and stuff you know <clears throat> no need yeah. to risk wellington's injury i'm assuming that was the uh, the thought process no it's uh it's interesting, yeah. I, I, I'm inclined to think it was more of a, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. I think the fact that you saw all three of those guys plugged back in where they were uh, is more of a, like, let's ride the high from Bashakta here type of thing. Um, questionable, I suppose, like, when you're talking about a guy like Nejip, but, you know, on the other hand, I think in a derby <laughs> is where a guy like Nejip really might shine, right, in a sense, because I mean, that's... There was, yeah, there was some things... Uh... I think we could talk about him later but like you know on the ball he was quite wonky especially early on i'm not sure i know he that, gave him like yeah yeah man. he's still you know he's you know big captain even though he technically wasn't the captain today atiba was but you know big captain that's if he always like to he always likes to come up big randomly you know work hard head some balls but you know yeah, definitely like long term you could see just like that passing out of the back was giving me like an aneurysm for a little bit but yeah that was that was stressful as hell for sure um, 
But so yeah, let's let's dive in. I think that's a good. We set the table there pretty well as far as uh, uh, all that goes. Um, so yeah, this was really something. I I just want to say that Fener's coach has recently come out and said, what's his name? Uh, Errol Bulut. Errol Bulut. I was going to say Umer Bulut, but that's a guy from my football manager file. <laughs> um, Errol Bulut, yeah. Um, he came out and said that, ah, oh, what can you say? Like, they had one shot and they scored on it, right? Oh, they, I think he yeah. said their first shot, they scored. <laughs> yeah, which, like, fine. That Normally, you'd think that would be a sort of significant thing, except it was in the fourth minute, dude. <laughs> like, it's not like... That was like 20 minutes into the game. We hadn't had a single chance on goal. It was the fourth minute of the game. It was like you had like maybe two chances before then. So that was a really odd comment. And I thought um, for anyone who's like hinging on his like intelligence as for how he's had success as far that that put a dent in that whole uh, narrative. But anyway, four minutes in, as the man said, our first attempt on goal. And, uh, yeah, we score. What happened there? Beautiful all around, eh? Kyle Laren. Yeah. Kyle Laren came up with the assist. So, Abubakar kind of, like, was, I would say, about 35 yards out from goal. Tries to slip in a pass to Laren. And kind of, like, the defender, like, deflects it up in the air. So, it still gets to Laren, but, you know, it takes a little bit longer. And as he brings it down with his thigh, there's, like, four defenders around him. And he's about, you know, at this point, about 25 yards out from goal. He just kind of calmly turns inside and slots a pass back towards like the left left side of you know like the left post in line with that where Abubakar is right at the top of the box there's just uh Mr. Lemos the one center back from Fenerbahce to defend him Abubakar hits him with the step over goes to his left he's on his weak foot and just rifles a shot near post um almost top corner Altai got like a hand to it but he cannot handle the ferocity of the strike Vincent Abubakar, the man, the legend, gets his first goal from run-up play. Yeah, I mean, you can't so. you can't say enough about the goal itself, obviously, in Abubakar. Um, we all, like, I think we all genuinely hoped that what he was doing with Cameroon was going to sort of translate here. And I think, uh, yeah, I think we saw that, to be fair, right? Um, but I just, I got to say a, a thing or two here about our boy, the family man. Um... I I was joking folks <laughs> like this was uh, not to be like uh, not to like take credit away from our, our sort of prodigious you know prophecy or whatever that ended up being but I, I was I don't know about you everyone but I was kind of kidding about the whole family man thing like I did not <laughs> foresee yeah, I thought any it was of a this hilarious nickname to be honest yeah I the, like the, 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 the bobble thing and all that it was um yeah, I mean, I, I I will say, like, I've been, like, in and out of the Laren hype. I think there was times in the preseason, I didn't say on, on air, maybe, I don't remember, where I was like, you know, Laren with, like, a, another striker could work. I think back then I was saying Chuba Akpom. Yeah, yeah. I and, and remember, I was, work. I made the argument, I was like, I bet he could really work with Abubakar, and you were, you were sort of hesitant on that. Yeah, at that point, I was kind of like, I don't know if, you know. Well, I, yeah, combination play will work. That was my my doubts. I, I I definitely said that on air. I had doubts about the combination play. Yeah. Well. So and and my joke, like I, I fundamentally believe that any individual fundamentally has that ability to 
change the course of their career in, in, in a short period of time, you know, and, and really focus goes a long way. Focus, organization, discipline, you know, there are certain facets, no matter what it is you're pursuing in life, uh, if you can apply those things appropriately, you're, you're going to get ahead. And I, and I think uh, that's the logic of the kind of late bloomer uh, that, that you see in every sport and, and potentially in any profession, I suppose, right? Um, but so, like, with that said, I, I kind of thought, yeah, you know, Laren could turn it around. Why not? I, I thought the family man narrative was a little <laughs> bit, like, kind of journalistic, you know, contrived. Yeah. I was sort of making fun of that whole story a little bit. But also, on, on the other hand, you also know that, like, having had a child, that's a hu- it does have a huge impact on you, and it does drive you, and I think it can give you focus. And certainly, in his case, the stories of him messing around with Ryan Babel and partying and stuff, you know, it's going to change that aspect for sure. Yeah, Babel is definitely not the, you know, I think he's, what, he's 30 years old and he's single or something, and all he talks about is not paying taxes. Yeah, the man's <laughs> not focused on uh, the big picture. I mean, or, or I don't know, whatever. I guess it depends. But, um, but so, you know... All of that set aside, I really have to say that even initially when he had like four goals and they're all just like on his head, what's starting to happen here with the the stuff he's doing with his feet and finishing, you know, with the last few goals he scored, not few, two, um, but also now that run, you know, and, and his, his general level of energy and commitment and, you know, he played really well until he got... I thought very unjustly booted from the match. We'll get there in a moment. Um, do you are you with me on this? Like I really was impressed with his, not just his energy, but even his application. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm not like still hyped on him, but I think this was one of like the few times where he was like consistent, and it's not like he wasn't taking those like wonky touches. Um, his link up, I mean. <clears throat> bring up stats right a bit you know he had 14 out of 14 passes completed which you might think you know not a lot it's not crazy but you know usually Laren is bouncing the ball off his head and exactly his first touch exactly um, like the, the turnaround from passes. that um wasn't like you know an immaculate <laughs> performance you know world-class selling for 900 million but you know it was no yeah the, the time he was on the field i think there was that link up play was better which is you know i much maligned his link up play which i don't think was an unfair criticism but um he showed improvements from you know from the beginning of the season to now so and you know that was the biggest game um yeah so we're in agreement uh yeah i don't i don't think uh barcelona is gonna be knocking on our door tomorrow but um Nonetheless, I, I think we can all be really impressed with the turnaround there. And there's there's like a, a moral to that story for any one of us, wherever we are in life, right? It's never too late to turn things around, to, to make that uh, next jump in your, whatever it is you're doing. Um, anyway, 15th minute, a yellow card for Fenner, which I do not recall at all. Tissalon. They got like so many just for hauling play down to the floor. They, that was they on Bubakar. turned tissaran then he just grabbed him and Bubakar stopped um he was like what what is that and then you know, referee duly dished out the yellow card so yeah i mean they were so yeah, they, they were doing like that professional fouls or you know tactical fouls like like every chance they had <laughs> like, and um sit down 
they it really I think underscored a bit of a gulf between the two sides uh, certainly yeah. in that first half that like also at the same way when they had the ball they were also you know dropping like flies uh, they yeah. clearly were there to do whatever it took um, to con whoever they needed it was like it was like almost every single tackle that we made um, you know there'd be no touch or almost no touch and they were you know they're going down and then when yeah. we would dribble past them they're like just hauling guys to the floor you know, no remorse so it was, that was the uh that was their strategy yeah yeah no it, it was um it was really frustrating <laughs> honestly that was really hard to watch because you the the injustice was clear and like i usually don't really get behind managers being so emotional like showy with their emotions but this time i really felt sergey yelchin's like when he was getting so heated in the second half of this match because i think we were all feeling that way and what the, what the fans felt exactly Even a little bit more relaxed version because i would have got sent off exactly that that's what i'm saying no like and, and i i felt like i felt his knowledge of what was happening so was our coach you would have got sent off in the third for sure yeah for sure <laughs> no but you know but Sergey Yeltsin I think also knows exactly what was going on there you know with, with with the two clubs at play with the sort of things that typically happen like he knew exactly what what was being orchestrated so you, you know you felt yeah I was like proud of him for, for keeping composed enough. Like that when when the assistant coach got the yellow, I thought that was gonna be him yeah, getting sent off. Um I don't know how that whatever. Uh we're skipping ahead though. So twentieth minute. Uh after really like you'd expect after we'd score Fenner would be on the attack, but I think we composed ourselves really well and they were sort of uh thrashing about still and then yeah, yeah 20th they were minute very poor defensively i think that's like part of the reason why they just kept hauling players to the ground is because every time they would lose an individual duel kind of looked like you know we were off to the races yeah um, yeah so this, and this was, was a perfect you know, example of it actually in the 20th minute it was gazelle with a perfect little cross why don't you uh pick it up from there yeah so the center fans thought they had a potential foul i think it was like right before this i mean it would have been very soft but you know they go on complaining. Um, we get the ball out to the right wing, and then uh, I mean, he not really any pressure. He just kind of cuts in and clips in, you know, typical Gazal cross where he cuts in and curls it in with his left foot, and Abubakar just kind of glides into the box. No one's marking him. Goes in between the center backs and just we're really you know perfect header. You know, he's the ball's coming across goal. And he just kind of floats in in the air and just redirects it perfectly into the you know back where it came from and Altai didn't even move side netting nothing he could do perfect header two nil yeah you know, and at this point uh the goat. <laughs> i think yeah this podcast has always been uh an abubakar stand yeah, account a, a big stand <laughs> yeah so i think we were we at this point we were feeling great uh 25th minute is the first real injustice as far as the refereeing yeah. goes and Kyle Aaron gets a yellow card uh what the heck was that yeah so I think that was one of our like one of our one or two tacks that we at Bubakar hits like a really hard low cross in and Lemos does well to get there before you know Laren slides in and then Lemos just like falls over like he got assaulted but then when you look at the replay like Laren just slid next to him 
Yeah. <laughs> the referee, like, it was, like, I think it was the 24th minute that tackle happened, and then the ball stayed in play. The referee came back and gave him a yellow card. Like, I, I guess he played advantage, but he didn't even, like, touch him. And if, if he did, it was so, like, you know, you should not have caused any reaction. You know, it, was, it would have been like if someone walked by you on the street, you'd be like, oh, my bad. You don't, you don't just collapse to the ground and act like you're... No, and... Well, femur is shattered. <laughs> let's, let's be clear that... Somehow, for a side, for a guy playing on a side that was behind, this guy managed to spend a good, like, 30 minutes on the ground this match. And I gotta say, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I have an official, uh, I have an official list, the hit list, if you will. That I took out the S at the beginning, so I don't have to, uh, you know, uh, do the beeps and all that. But it, it consists so far of Adem Buyuk, Yasin Ustekin, um, who am I forgetting? The little dude who used to play for Bursa. Volkan Shen. Uh, <laughs> Volkan Shen, what a guy. <laughs> I'm forgetting another guy who I truly dislike. Uh, but anyway, add Senor Lemos to the list, man. I, I, what a turd, this guy. Like, I, I was, I spent so much of my, like, COVID energy, what little I had, uh, cursing this man to the heavens. Like, God, I, that was really, yeah, that was terrible. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Trying to be level-headed during this game was difficult as as a, an onlooker. Let me tell you. Um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so and then and then uh, to to compound misery, 34th minute, uh, a goal. Yeah. A what corner happened? kick. I mean, just like really awful defending from. I don't know. I think it was Montero and Rosier were both. I, I think might have been a little bit on more on Montero, but. Cross comes in the near coast, near post from the corner, and Tisseron just like flicks on the back post, and both um, Montero and Rosier both move forward, um, while like towards the middle of the box, and then no there one. There was a deflection, there. right? Because uh, Tisseron. No, there was. Tisseron just flicked it on. Yeah, no but like I, it's, it was weird because it was as if they were playing an offside trap, forgetting that of course Rivan Yilmaz <laughs> has the near yeah, post as just, he's supposed to on a really corner. Yeah, there, there was two men on the line, so it was nearly impossible for him to be offside. Um, that was stupid. And then, you know, it's a corner kick, so the ball's coming from basically the end line as well. So, you know, well, yeah, they but both remember, rushed Tisaran, forward. They Tisaran both rushed forward. The... And it was pretty clear Tisaran was going to flick it on when they rushed forward. It wasn't like, you know. Should have been, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, it was just a tap-in at the back post. Like, you know, he had six yards of space. Because they basically yeah. just ran away from him. Um, like, my only question is I bet I'm gonna get some flag for this maybe I bet if Erison is in the game he comes out and gets that ball because it was I think a keeper with the intention of coming out and getting a ball like that it was definitely in the range where it could have happened because I think where Tisaron gets it, it's like right right in front of the the, the the goal line right not the goal line what is that little the little box <laughs> God damn yeah, six yard I box. got COVID brain the six yard box right so I feel like that's in that's in Erison's range because he's good in the air, well, good in the air. Yeah. I mean, am, am I crazy to think that? No, I don't. I think Utku's like two weaknesses are you know coming out for crosses and with his feet, um, especially now that he's hurt. Um, that's like Erison's. I would say his proficiencies. Um, he's not maybe the best passer in the world, but he's pretty good. And then you know coming out for crosses, I think he's probably the best I've ever seen to yeah. wear a Besiktas shirt. Yeah, just coming out for crosses. So in oh, this game, was, even like Rushdu, that was kind of a weakness. Right. It was cool. Only made two saves all game. 
one of them I remember was directly at him, so it wasn't like he really had much to do outside of crosses, so. Yeah, no, I I think... Uh, Especially three minutes later, John Eric came in, so. Yeah, the cross man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's the next sort of event after their goal. Um, so Papi Cisse scores it. He only attempted 12 crosses. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. 50 minutes. <laughs> Uh, for for him, he must have been like he must have felt imprisoned, right? Uh, but so yeah, Perotti comes out. He was injured, um, so it wasn't like a tactical decision. Um, Pelkas gets a yellow card. Also, so. Pelkas gets a yellow card, by the way. So in the 38th minute, um, I feel like that could have been his second. He'd been really physical for much. Yeah, of the that first was half. also for hauling down. I don't remember who he hauled down this time, but a very um, clear tactical foul. Yeah. And we'll talk about some other uh, thick cards that could have been handed out later in this match, uh, especially relative to the one that was. Um, but anyway, so they would go into the half up 1-2 to two, since we're on the road. Um, and so the substitutions at halftime, uh, both are made by Fenner. What do you have to say about these subs? So one is uh, Mertakan Yandash coming on for Jose Sosa, which is interesting. And the other one, this one is, for me, bizarre. Cisse comes out for... Ademi, what 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 did you think was going on there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess he just wasn't happy. I, I mean, I don't think Cizé was bad. He scored, but yeah, other exactly. than the fact he scored, I guess he wasn't too involved in the build-up play. And Ademi is definitely a bigger guy and more of an aerial threat. You know, he's like six five, so I'm guessing that's what he was looking for. Um, and then with Sosa, I guess he just wasn't happy. He's, he's yanked him before. Yeah, no, Sosa I kind of got. I thought he looked all, like pretty lackluster, to be honest, in that, in that match. Um, I don't know if, if Mert Hakan is the, is the solution for them up there. I would have maybe put on uh, Kadiolu, for example, instead. So it was a little bit more of an attacking move. But uh, the, the move I, did, I was definitely critical of was, uh, was Cisse. I thought uh, it's not like he was given a bunch of you know, opportunities on a golden platter. And, and the one that he was, he put away. So I thought uh, that was a weird move. And Ademi proved to not really be the solution for them either. Uh, so yeah, second half starts. And right away, five minutes in, uh, the the table has been set by the referee, right? You, it's clear what's happening here. Um, a yellow card, a second yellow card for Kyle Laren on... Something was it a foul? Is it a foul? Yeah. It was. It was a soft one. I mean, he held his hand out, so he did not strike anybody. He was holding his hand out. It's worth noting, and very Dechon unintentionally is, too, because it's very Dechon obvious. Is five, five, eight, five, nine. Exactly. Five, five, nine, six, five, six, five, eight. about 6'2". So he had his hand like down from his shoulders, but down from his shoulders is still like Gekhan's chest. Um, yeah. So no, kind of like running at him, and his like hand was like planted on his like collarbones, neck area, and then get kind of goes down, holding his face, and he gets sent off. Um, the uh, announcers on B in USA, they actually had we had we were lucky this week. We got Eric Krakauer and uh, George Metellus, and they were they did a pretty good job throughout the match actually of commentating. Uh, but I, I like to think of them as being objective, you know. Neither they're not like most Turks have have a have a bias sort of ingrained within them, right? But neither of these guys was like pro Fener, pro Besiktas. 
Um, but so <laughs> they were pretty objective in all of their analysis, and I, I was pleased that they seemed to very clearly see something amiss here with the refs going uh, with Fenner. And especially on this play, they were like, I think it was uh, Krakauer who was like, I think they just penal- they just punished Kyle Aaron for being bigger than the guy he was playing against. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, which it was just an accurate summation of that, I think. But so at this point, we are furious. Um, Merit Hakan gets maybe a kind of pity yellow card. Um, no, it wasn't a pity. He literally just like another tactical foul. But oh my gosh! Playing. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, in yeah. fact, oh my god. And this was right after uh, Ozan Tufan committed an even more egregious foul that should have been given a, a yellow card as well. Um, especially, again, relative to the accidental contact that Kyle Laren was given a yellow card for. This um, one also on a booba card. Now, there's been there was just a lot of hauling down of players, you know, just like grabbing around the waist, neck, um, arms, whatever, you know, whatever was necessary to stop that man running on the defense. Um, I think it was Mensa who was making a really nice run, like yeah, almost into Mensa open was space, dribbling like it was his job. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he this was his best match of the season. Still lacking on the final product of his touch, but uh, nonetheless, you love to see the energy. But um, he had, he was running into space, and I think had he been able to, he would have um, had an open field at least, or sort of, had he made the right yeah, pass. Was, like, just but uh, Ozan Tufan literally that. grabbed the back of his shirt and shoved <laughs> him down. No foul. No call. Uh, I was I was stunned by the, especially in the context of Kyle Lahren having just been given a yellow card for an accidental contact. Like, that was... Uh, yeah, I mean, so much injustice. Any contact to that area, you can give a yellow card, but they usually say the face. Um, so he didn't touch him in the face. I think maybe his finger flicked his chin as he was already falling over. But you know, that doesn't count. That's not like smacking someone in the face. No. And secondly, like usually it's when you hit someone, not if you're just holding your hand out. It's, it's like, especially you know, the first yellow card was very soft. I guess maybe he thought he murdered him on the first yellow card, so he said, let me send this guy off, but it was, yeah, it was quite soft. Um, Just garbage, man. Like, this, this is the kind of stuff that uh, plagues... And then I think it was worth league. noting that there was one situation in the first half where Tisseron too, like, clearly pushed Laren in the box. I think we forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and he was like about to be through on goal. It was like he might make it. He might not. With Altai coming out, and he just clearly like extended his arms and pushed him out of the way, and he still almost got to the ball. But um, <coughs> he yeah. said, you know, that's we're not calling that. VAR didn't want to call that. And then uh, you know, as you see more, we'll talk about it. You know, more calls went against us. And like at first, I thought the ref was just like allowing a physical brand and i was like okay like at least it's being consistent but then it, it yeah. stopped being consistent like once it stopped being consistent it was like okay this yeah it, seemed like it was physical like dangerous when it when it benefited a certain team yeah exactly um but so so sure enough as the injustice is starting to settle in and we are getting doom and gloom uh rightfully the the amazing happens what what happened here joseph that does something he's not supposed to be this technical is he i mean he's brazilian so <laughs> i guess yeah it's this blood yeah yeah i mean he's never been a like I, I, he's, i've never said he's garbage on the ball um but you know he's definitely he's no uh deep line playmaker 
um, certainly a ball winner, but in this case, Tisseron, like, kind of, I think it was a free kick delivery. He heads it, like, straight up in the air for some reason. Um, not a good look for him, but it drops to Joseph, who's, like, outside the six, and then he just, first time, looping uh, inside of the foot, kind of cross right to the back post, and, uh, you know, El, El, uh, El Capitan, who was not actually the captain, Nedjim, no. heads over Gekhan, who his face miraculously recovered in time uh, <laughs> uh, yeah and right. then he cel cel celebrated like a <coughs> man <-made. coughs> yeah uh historic celebration on the goal there uh so yeah there it is one to three and suddenly maybe we're gonna make it uh, we're hoping um substitutions novak out kadiolu in uh, ozan tufan scores in the 68th minute you want to briefly describe that one um, yeah, you missed. There was a yellow card from Gustavo in there in the 60 seconds. Yeah, I, I, I sort of glanced over it. I, yeah. <laughs> they, just because there should have been more, you know? I don't even want to. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, then the 68th minute. Um, so I know you said Ademi didn't really do much. In this goal, he did kind of contribute. There was a, a cross into the middle. I think it was by Merit Hakan. Um, and Ademi kind of flicked it down towards the six yard box. And. Uh, this is where it was a weird scramble. I'm not sure if Atiba hit it or if Pelkas hit it. Yeah, that was um, weird. But it hits, hits, bounced up against the crossbar, comes back down, and Ozan runs in and volleys it right through uh, Montero's leg, who was on the legs, who was on the goal line. I guess it was too fast for him to react. He kind of just stood there. Um, and then yeah, Kool was just flopping him. around trying to, you know, find where the ball was because it was randomly deflecting. But. Yeah, no, I, I definitely wouldn't put that one on Montero. And, and, I'll, and I'll say, I have to say a word about Montero because I think it deserves being said that uh, the man came off of a historically terrible performance where um, even those of us inclined to defend him were kind of like, uh, I don't know about this kid. Uh, and that was against, uh, refreshed by memory, two Gaziantep. months ago. Gaziantep, yeah. Uh, but so credit to him, I think, He's lucky, perhaps, that there are all these injuries that sort of forced uh, Sergan's hand as far as giving him another shot. But credit to him for putting in two very serviceable performances uh, after that. I think a lot of people could have just um, crumbled there. But so, you know, pretty decent from him. Uh, still, you want to see more. But uh, I'm glad he's played well enough that well in tone. Maybe we won't see him play again next week. I'd love to see a Vita Montero still. I don't know. Um, although Vita struggles a bit at times too. So that back line is still a little shaky. Uh, we got to sort that out. But yeah, anyway, the center backs. I think the full yeah, exactly. are looking a little bit better. Well, yeah, Rosier certainly contributes quite a bit. Um, and just generally, I think uh, Ridvan has been and fairly Sokolet, solid. Exactly. And in Saikla. We'll talk about him too in a moment. Uh, but yeah, so the little carom goal for Ozan Tufan where he lucks out with some of the bouncing there. 70th minute, Wellington comes in for Nejib. Um Nejib was injured. He had some sort of thigh thing, it seemed like, right? Yeah, he was pointing to his hamstring. He just kind of sat down. He was like, I'm done. <laughs> some muscular issue. And speaking of uh, injured <laughs> <Hamstring>. legs, <laughs> uh, in the 71st minute, Nkudu would come in for Mensa, which is an interesting... Yeah. I thought, I thought maybe uh, Gezal was going to come out, but Mensa will look quite tired. Um, and I think probably Larian was supposed to come out in the 70th minute, but he obviously got a red card. So. Yeah, he came out uh, instead. 50th <laughs> minute. 
Um, but yeah, so 77th minute, Mamet Tiam would come in for Pelkas, who, uh, you know, he shows some things Pelkas does, but on the other hand, he also doesn't quite show enough, if I'm going to be honest. He's just a little physical and he's, he's yeah, athletic, but I don't think yeah, he didn't show much. Yeah, because more problems when he played for Pauk in the qualifier a couple months yeah. ago. He lost. He showed a little more then. Um, sure did. Scored a goal. This time he, uh, you know, kicked some players, dragged some players. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of that. More than the ball. Um, 86th minute, Nsakua comes in for Rashid Gazal, leading to a goal that I will probably remember for the rest of my life because uh, it was it was so fun. Wasn't this a, wasn't this a fun goal, Evron? I'll, I'll let you do the description, even though I really love yeah. it. I mean, I can't remember. Uncudu picked up the ball well within his his own half. Um, yeah, yeah. Sprints towards just you know the the slower Luis Gustavo, who's oh, yeah, yeah. you know kind of stretched out on the on the wing on the right on our right wing where you know he doesn't quite belong. It's a high IQ move by Nkudu because he realizes yeah. he's got a fatigued man who's been put, putting in a lot of work the whole match, uh, and if he just gets enough space between that player and the ball. He can use his pace, right? Yeah, hits hits more. Like he pushes the ball like down the line on the right side of Gustavo, and he runs around on the left. Um, and at this point, you know, he he's he's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flying down the wing, you, you, there's like I think the second angle, you can see all the players like go go go, come on come on come on. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy there's, behind uh, him. I can't remember who it was. Who was just like yes? <laughs> yeah. And you could like kind of see that like okay, this is. I think they had two or three guys in the box, and we had a Bubakar, and on, that guy was like kind of hovering around the top, and then Sakala makes this just streaking, long bursting sprint to catch up with, you know, the the speedster on Kudu. So you know, you have to, to catch up to him. You gotta be pretty quick. Kudu has to like slow up a little bit to, you know, let Sakala get to the back post, and he just hits this like really hard, curled, Great low cross right perfectly like around the center backs. And then that yeah. like curls into meat and Sakala right at the edge of the six-yard box, and he uh, side foots it on a one-touch. I mean, everything about this goal is so awesome. Um, man, I I saw people, you know, how people spice up highlights with like FX and stuff. I've seen some great interpretations of it already. Uh, yeah, the club posted like a a TikTok meme of it and got a lot of response, and then actually FIFA.com reposted that. Like not just nice. the goal, but like with like the with the meme, like the oh no thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Just like what? <laughs> Why is FIFA reposting this? But yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it was it was that was uh, it was a memorable goal by the by, at the very least. Yeah, the celebrations um, at this point were wild. Yeah, um, epic. You had, to, you had to be there. <laughs> exactly. Um, second minute of extra time, Abubakar comes out. I'm okay with it. You know, you want to give the guy a chance for a hat trick, but we need him healthy, um, especially after a performance like that. We want him to keep going. And you know how dirty Fener is playing. Um, by yeah, the way, Ozan Tufan well. got yellow card. Uh, <laughs> Valentin Ozier got a yellow yeah. card a nice for their big flat. scuffle. Yeah. Um, you love to see it. From anybody. You love <laughs> to see it. Um, Ozan Tufan's a little turd, you know, like He's someone been, he needs to push him around. He was, ugh. Like, as much as I think he's really become a really solid player, he's such a turd. Yeah, <laughs> like, there was a one moment, like, before, I don't know, it was around this time, but, like, 
he tries to drag down Atiba, and then Atiba still like kicks the ball away from him while he's being dragged down by Ozan. And then Ozan just like jumps into the center back and falls over. Like, and then turns around and has the the you know the gall, the audacity to ask for a penalty or a foul. So like, you literally just dragged the guy down and then jumped and headbutted someone. <laughs> he's, that, that's like it was just so he, frustrating that they were doing that all game long. He doesn't quite make the hit list just because he shows enough talent that you know he backs it up but like he's he's close he's real close um he's like one like stupid racist comment away or you know <laughs> something off the off the books to, to to put him on that list um but so yeah 97th minute the very same turd we were speaking of ozan tufan uh gets a, a goal on a penalty yeah very interesting penalty i think we said tiam came on this is his only contribution he just completely scuffs the shot like in the box um, it was off of volley um and then on the follow-through like after he he shot the ball and noticed that he was shanking to the corner flag um wellington comes in and, like his shin guard just like goes through his foot like his studs um so apparently this caused tiam to you know fracture his tibia because he grabs the shin after getting hit with the shin guard into the studs. Um, and then VAR came back and said, you know, we're calling this penalty um, since apparently any contact in the box is, is a foul now, even if it has no effect on the play. Well, especially if the person committing the foul is wearing black and white. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> That's I mean, a contributing the factor. One it seemed like they weren't giving soft penalties considering we had like an obvious foul on Larry that was like, you know, usually in derbies, you don't see it called. You're used to that, but then you know, they give this soft one. You can, and that was poor leeway to say it's not a foul. Un, it had nothing to do with the run of play either. It was he saw that he player. missed. He felt the contact. It was like, oh damn, I missed. Let me fall over. Um, I mean, and and, and the one thing I will say is that this is the kind of stupidity from Wellington that you kind of yeah. expect. <laughs> so that's 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 the risk of playing him. Um, but so yeah, in the end, a few more yellow cards. Uh, Lemos and Joseph got a couple. Oh yeah, cards. this was the the, the one. No, the, this was two red the cards next that really should have been given. Yeah. <laughs> so it was on Kuru beats John Aaron. John Aaron just like hauls him down again. For some reason it's not a foul. And Joseph clearly with you know Lemos is about to get into space. I think that not no call. And this the fact that Lemos was in space <laughs> encourages Joseph to fly in two-footed. Two-footed tackle. Like, uh, just, like, in, in his defense, I think he gets ball, but uh, it's yeah, still he, like he, such he a dangerous through tackle. through the ice shin. I mean, yeah. it wasn't studs up, but it was just so hard for no reason. Yeah. Uh, Lemos is mad. He gets up and headbutts him in the face. Yeah. Um, so I'm ready for two red cards here. Instead, uh, somehow we get two yellow cards. I think it's because uh, the ref I, realizes it's his fault. He's like contributed <laughs> to this violence. Yeah, I mean, it was just, he's letting weird things go, and then... Uh, and again, credit to these American announcers who are had the uh, ability to be objective here, unlike most of us. And they straight up were like, oh, well, that's obviously because John Ayer comes in with a rugby tackle on... <laughs> yeah, uh, he's like, no foul, and then... On who was that? Who did he tackle? Challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on Kudu, yeah. And, tackle, but also, kills what I think... <laughs> Probably pissed off everyone on Besiktas and myself too as a fan was the way that that foul was committed on Kudu because we all know his injury issues and they went right at him in a way that was like a little questionable like it, it felt like they were going 
to do damage, especially Janair. You know, he's such a. I I I, I genuinely don't like that guy. <laughs> I really don't like that guy. Um, but anyway, that would be it. Match over. Three to well, there's, four. Yeah, there's two. There's one situation right at the end that we didn't talk about, and then one other referee thing. But like right at the end, all Tycon just does a clear handball. Oh yeah, the handball. Line. Yeah. Red. And card. the referee's like, "All right, game over." <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Actually, forget it. Over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is so crap. Like, it, it hit off his chest, but then like it, like it was going past because like he missed it. So it was going to go behind him. It was just Guven. So Guven would have been through on goal with no one on him for about 40 yards. So unless <coughs> well, he was like plus, the, the worst footballer of all time. You know, you would think which, I mean, granted, goal. it's not out of his <laughs> – it could be. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, and then but, so Altai sticks out his hand, you know, stop that, and it hits off his, like, his bicep. And he redirects it back away from Guven, and they just they call the game. Like, all right, that's enough. Um, and I'll like, say this. That's what too, you do in like youth games, and you're like, I don't want to send off his 12 year old, so I'm just gonna end it right here. But like, that's how they're treating Altai. He's the 12. Altai's not a 12 year old. <laughs> this is not. Sunday. No, it's um, <laughs> it, it was really fascinating too because I think one could reasonably have argued that there should have probably been another two minutes added on because of all the fighting done in extra time. Yeah, uh, and and it, like and it would have been Fenner arguing for that because they're down and want to come back. But I think it's the realization that it's a double-edged sword for them where they're like, we want more time. That's both, you know, like, excuse me. Ah, damn, and now I have to bring up bleep anyway. But, um, but you know, like, you, you have to add on more time because of all the, the stoppage here. But on the other hand, that also means acknowledging that you now lose your goalkeeper. Uh, and, yeah. right, like, there's there's a lot. Like, so, uh, in a way, I bet even Fenner is like, all right, all right, all right, just, just end it. Like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the one call we forgot to mention was when Mertakan just like did another tap. I think this was at three two or at four. That was around the Ozan one actually. Uh, yeah, after it was just, before th- it was he, two one. Ridvan was like running away from him to go down the go down the wing, and then Mertakan grabs his neck, grabs his hand, and then trips him to like stop him from getting away from him. And the ref's like, "Yeah, it's just a foul." <laughs> this is when Sergan was like losing it. Well, and to be clear, uh, these are really important. That non-call and the Ozan Tufan one that I mentioned, because Ozan Tufan would get himself a second yeah, yellow card. Yeah, that was right after three two, because Mertakan missed a huge chance, like before four two. That's I remember that now. He he avoids the red card at three two, and then almost scores. Then I think it was karma that he missed it. But and well, and this is important because he did get a yellow card in the fifty third minute, and Ozan Tufan yeah. did get a yellow card in the ninetieth minute. So that could have both of those could have equaled second yellow cards, and uh, even more disparity, right? So. I think the fact that yeah, we played I mean, a man down this this whole match is is a travesty. In especially like in the manner that Laren got both his yellow cards for you Such, know the, uh, for Maritakhan to ask for one. It's um, crazy. Like if you're like what well, as a player, you know every time you're grabbing, like sometimes you grab and let go, you know you're risking a yellow card. The reason you let go is so you don't get a yellow card. In this case, maybe he let go from his neck. <coughs> That's crazy. And his hand, but then he also kicked him. Like, it was like, you know, <laughs> it was just like, please don't, like, I don't care. I'm getting a red card. Don't dribble past me or away from me. That was, like, literally the decision he made. And then the garbage. referee just gives him a foul. Garbage. After Larry um, got sent off for holding his hand out. Yeah, for being taller than his opponent. <laughs> um, no, it, it was a terribly refereed match. We had to beat um, a side with an extra guy and a referee the in their pocket. was not helping us. Yeah, also... So that's 13 men, I guess you could say, to, to 10. 
but we did it and it will be one of those victories that we'll all remember for for years to come i would imagine um stats everyone what do you got on stats because i feel like we went way overboard on the description there yeah um yeah so i mean obviously they had more possession and shots considering we played 40 minutes with 10 men um so if you want the basic stats they had 60 percent to 40 and they had uh 18 shots to our seven um, in terms of big chances they had five and we had three so that's a little bit more even um, duels won. This is where we did better in the basic stats. You know, we won 54 duels at it, and they only won 42. So individually, our players uh, dribbled and won way more headers, which contributes to that. Um, and then, uh, if you want the the cool stats, yeah, it's um, as a team, XG I think is a little bit inflated on their part, in my opinion. Um, just close that. <laughs> I mean, remember though, they were in desperation for much of the match. Yeah. Like two, so two goals behind. So. They did have, in the end, they had 3.7 and we had 1.7. Um, so, huh. that is obviously two goals better. You say, you know, it's a huge. Um, their penalty, which is extremely soft, that counts for 0.75 of a goal. Um, and then for their second goal, it counted as two shots. The one that hit the crossbar, then they scored. So, that was... There were like two huge XG chances and the one Merit Hakan missed when he should have been sent off is also a huge one. So I think, you know, the referees kind of helped him. Um, and then also like before we get the red card, um, they still had the XG advantage, but they really only had one chance. So it was like kind of like in the balance. They had one chance. We had two like slightly smaller chances just because, you know, Abubakar did very he just, uh, well to make them look easy. Yeah, um, you, you know, they had that, that one tap in, but it wasn't like they were dominating us until... They got Laren sent off. So that's when they started to accumulate the XG was... Well, yeah, and plus, again, they're down two, so they're, they're launching about the, forward. Yeah, 65th minute on, they started to accumulate it. One was a penalty, and um, one was, you know, from a sent-off. Should have been sent-off player, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's very obvious that... Uh, the, the stats reflect a game where the team that was behind was pushing forward and sort of more desperate but and it's also I think you can also we did a more technical job Utku didn't make any saves he made like just like exactly. a, one or two yeah. basic saves he made two saves in the game one in the second half so it wasn't like either pelting him and he was pulling exactly. out crazy saves unlike in the previous match where he really did yeah. stand up um but so yeah I mean I don't know it, it was one of those matches where um I think you generally felt pretty good through much of it, except for that moment where we got the red and uh, we were only up yeah, a goal. that's where I thought we were screwed, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. But, so that before. was like, Nejib really um, <laughs> calmed our hearts, you could say. Uh, he, he saved us all a great deal of uh, stress. Um, yeah, I mean, just, just a great match. Uh, I, I think this is one of those ones... I, we should probably mention that the last time Besiktas won in uh, the Sukhru Saratola was 15 years previous. Uh, maybe more? What, what was it? Do you know exactly? Yeah, I think I mentioned earlier, it was yeah, 2005 was the last time we, we beat them. From, it was the same scoreline, 4th to 3. Exactly, yeah. No, when we were winning 3-2, I actually, I felt like it was going to end 4-3 somehow. Um, 
even though there wasn't much time, you, just, you, could, you could feel it was kind of that kind of match where there was a lot, there was a lot left on the table. But yeah, sure enough, great win. Um, we have to talk about the standings now because this is what like, our ideal scenario was, which we never could have imagined. Uh, going into the, the the stretch of matches where it was like Vashak Shahir, Fener, Alanya, right? Uh, we were like, hopefully yeah. we can get like four points. Well, we've already got six going into the third match. So, um, with that comes some fairly good news regarding the standings. Hey, uh, I'll just say we're in fourth place with a game in hand. But even with that game in hand, we'd still be in fourth place even if we won it because we're down four points on. Yeah. Um, Fener and Galatasaray, who have 20 and are in second and third. Yeah, so we're, we have a game in hand on the team, two teams above us, which is Gala and Fener, the three teams below us, which is Kasim Pasha, Gazantep, and Vati Karugimri. Um So at Can't this point, the only, still the only team that can pass us is Hatai. They still have two games in hand. Um, so they would they could technically pass us, but no one else below us can pass us. And then Alanya has the same amount of games as us. And they're well ahead seven points. So right now we're in touching distance with the for second place. Yeah, but so our next match is against Kasimbasha, but then we'll play Alanya after that. And that's when that game in hand will be resolved for both of us, uh, one way or another. Um, yeah, I mean, things are looking pretty good. Alanya, you, you'd rather it be Alanya up there a little bit out of reach than, than one of our rivals. So it's good to know that we're technically, if we can get this result next against Kasimbasha, just a point behind Fener and Galata today. Yeah. <laughs> Decent shape. I think this is after the loss against Gaziantep. You were kind of like, well, that was the gimme win, and now we have the hard ones. And we've uh, we've pulled two two cats out of the bag, so now we have another, you know, gimme win. Um, not that custom bunch of babs are right on our tail, um, but they're on. They fired or lost two coaches already this season because they just keep quitting. So. I don't know what's going on there? It's such a weird club. They gave away players for free to like as charity for Galatasaray and Fener. <laughs> They're just a really strange club uh, who hates us apparently. Uh, but I'm glad they didn't give us Fode Koita. I would have been so sad if we didn't have a Bubukar. But anyway, so yeah, upcoming Friday, December fourth, eleven thirty a.m. for those of us on the eastern coast of the United States, which I mean, I believe that's uh, six. 30 or 530 I don't know look up your local listings as always um, we're at home again against Kasim Pasha so I, I guess that's useful I don't when are we getting fans isn't that supposed to happen at some point um I don't know in Terry I know in England they said for the new year um, but I don't think I thought we we're getting limited happened. fans in Turkey say we had limited fans I think they took them away countries in lockdown, so. yeah well it's gotten pretty bad there yeah but um now that I have this stupid thing, I probably have it, uh, it sure means something different. Uh, God damn, this should, it really sucks. Um, Alright. But yeah, so Kasim Pasha at home, upcoming. Then we have Alanya Spor uh, the following Sunday, although it's still to be decided. I don't think that matches. Uh, yeah, you should look out for that. The one sort of news item, I suppose, um, Domagos Vida is back from his coronavirus protocol. So he'll be available against Kasim Pasha. Also, our uh, opponent in the Turkish Cup has been decided. Um, that match is going to happen on the 17th of December. So December is going to have, have a lot of football uh, for us Besiktas fans. Um, and the fifth round of the Turkish Cup will see Besiktas host Tarsus Idman Yurdu. Um, 
Yeah. So they beat, for context, they beat Istanbul Sport 1-0 in the previous round. So not like the biggest upset ever. They're in the third division. Istanbul Sport is in the second division. I mean, Istanbul Sport obviously rested a lot of players. So uh, you would assume we would put out some players that have not played. Yeah, no, it's ex- I, I like the opportunity. Yeah, like, I'm assuming Atakan and Ozan and players like that will be playing. Probably yeah. good then. Yeah, and, and maybe we don't like Cartel Kyra Yilmaz and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so we've uh, we've gone on too long, as we tend to do. But obviously, this was a great week for Besiktas. And um, yeah, I mean, one will we'll relive many times in our heads for years to come, probably. Uh, but so... Let's round this thing out. Uh, any final comments, everyone? Um, uh, shout out to Abubakar. <laughs> shout out the haters. Um, you know, I don't think he's 100% still, uh, but you know, I think he's got that. He's just, he's just quality. Um, I think he just needs to get a little bit more up to, to like, you know, the rhythm of the season. So you know, he can play like that for maybe longer than the first half. So I think he tends to fade a little bit, but my boy's back so i'm happy about that and then also shout out to joseph and rosio i think we're we're big joseph was like almost flawless outside of you know trying to murder someone <laughs> yeah right yeah. i kind of i kind of feel like he carried the defense a little bit he, and that guy deserved to be bit. murdered let's be free let's be real here <laughs> no I'm and then um, uh, rosio shout out to i'm not sure if you saw that like karate clearance he did <laughs> that like i don't think anyone can explain how he did it but uh the ball's like above his head and he like spun and flipped in the air. Shout out to that guy. Absolute maniac who we are reportedly trying to buy. So. Yeah. Um, I'd lo- we, we need- so far, this squad looks like it's one that's worth preserving as, as much as we can. Um, and I have but to yeah, admit so- one more thing about Gizol. Uh, I said there's no point on bringing in an Algerian Gekante. Turns out Gekante is made out of glass. Not turns out still yeah uh, and credit to gazelle he was really sort of masterful on the ball uh which we hadn't seen much of but those little moves he was he was making people look silly out there which was fun to watch yeah, yeah. i mean again he had like his his two key passes not like he's prime light you know clipping in balls but you know he uh he worked pretty hard on defense not as hard as other guys but hard enough and then he stays fit so we'll give him that um, as much as we criticize, and I know I criticize the move. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it looks like it's working out. So, like, let's hope. Let's hope for the best. Let's hope it keeps going. Obviously, what what we've had a tendency of doing as a club is uh, taking steps back after taking steps forward. So we don't really gain yeah. the maximum benefit. So let's hope. Let's hope we can actually string some matches together. Here. Um, now. I guess I gotta close this thing out. Uh, follow us on Twitter. You know, follow Besiktas International. Uh, again, transfer windows coming up. Rumors are starting to swirl. Uh, although at the same time, like the club is settling it, so I don't know. You know I don't know what our needs are at this point, or if they're as dire as they previously were. Um, but yeah, follow Besiktas International at Besiktas International at Besiktas underscore int. Follow us here at Eagles underscore podcast. Uh, follow myself at sir underscore rights underscore a lot uh, on Instagram. Black Eagles podcast, one word. Evron, you still on the uh, yeah, the old hiatus? Social yeah. media hiatus. That's, that's, that's it. Is what it is. You can't follow this guy. Um, you gotta listen to us to hear this man's opinion. Um, 
but yeah on that note we will be back as always uh soon actually because our next match is on friday so maybe we'll record since we were late with this one thanks to my stinking coronavirus uh hopefully the next one will come back come around sooner um we shall see as 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 we said earlier we'll we'll be analyzing the match against Kasim Pasha coming Friday. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, I mean, I do first have to say. Go Besiktas! Huge win. The big W. All right. All right, that dragged down so long. Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.